Welcome to the Jess Scott Music Hour, putting Christian artists on the air and God in the spotlight. I'm your host, Paul Gibbs, and I'm inviting you to spend the next few minutes with me as we enjoy and are blessed by some of the greatest music in all creation, right here on the Jess Scott Music Hour. Friends, welcome. It's Baba God Noni, Hiro Azuko. Sing for us on the Jessica Music Make you die, you know they die. Oh. Huh. Them one make you cry, you know they cry. Oh. Some people want make you fail, you know they fail. They don't know the mysteries of your life. Huh. See them the seed and for one corner, they para for your mother. Uh, they do not understand how you make of it. God is a mystery. Hey, hey. They do not understand. Your life. Yeah. 
my God forever, but by God nor me, a little white and poor. Artist is Hero God's General. That's what he calls himself, also known as Hero Azukwo. And that is Baba God Noni. Baba God Noni. I, I, I'll, I'll spell it for you B A B A God, G O D, Noni, N O N I. It is Nigerian. He is a Nigerian artist. I don't know exactly what language Baba God Noni is, but he, in parentheses, he has the Evergreen song. And Hero sent me that as a Christmas song. Now, Baba, Baba means father or dad in uh, whatever language that is. Let me go back here. Okay, Baba God Noni. In, uh, it's a South African, Nigerian thing. Okay, I can't pronounce the... <laughs> Baba means father in many of the African languages in Southern Africa with a connotation of respect attached to a highly valued social role and age. Baba God Noni. And I looked it up. The word Noni means gift. And that's what we refer to as we're, the song is referring to Jesus as Father God's gift to us. All right, there you go. You've got the background on that. I'm sorry, I went a little bit along on that. I'm Paul Gibbs, and you're listening to another episode of the Jess Scott Music Hour. Glad to have you along. I have got Athena, Jason Alvarez, and we're also going to hear from Amber J. Hart in uh, in, in the first uh, few uh, minutes here of the show. Um, it's National Horse Day, if it's it's uh, December 13th, which is actually the day I'm recording this, National Horse Day. Horses, I'm sorry to say, but they don't care. They can not breathe through their mouth like people can. They can only breathe through their nose. Okay. All right. Now that we know that, uh, despite the fact that horses' brains are generally smaller than human brains, they have memories capable or, com I'm sorry, comparable to that of an elephant. Uh, and perhaps that's why they've been companions of humans for thousands of years, from transportation to agriculture to warfare. These beautiful creatures have played an important role in our history. Amen. Oh, it's happy. It's uh, the day before the 12th was Happy Gingerbread House Day. We'll get to that in just a moment. Here's Athena. And her version of What Child Is This? All to bless you and bring glory to God on the Jessica Music Hour.
You're listening to the Just Got Music Hour, putting Christian artists online, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. Thank you, Matt. And there is Athena with What Child Is This? Now, we do this every week, and there is a new episode coming at you on your favorite podcast site every Friday morning. We also want to thank the uh, 18 or so other radio stations that also broadcast the Just Got Music Hour every week. And, of course, we click this. Thank you. And you might also be listening on W8. WNSMDB Notespire Radio, and that uh, we thank you for that as well. Well, this is really interesting, guys, and this is this is an exclusive. Well, not really, not really. Um, I have it under good authority that some of your favorite Christmas characters have a, have favorite drinks that they drink. Yeah, either all year or just at Christmas time. I'm so I think it's probably all year. Now I'm not going to really reveal my source, but I will tell you what the results are, what the facts are. And first of all, you know we see them in stores, on our TVs, and uh, around our neighbors' yards. They're ingrained into the Christmas celebration because they all have a personality and their own individual stories. And we are well acquainted with these characters. But there is one important thing that people don't know, and that is the type of coffee or other beverage that they drink. And I think it's a good idea to keep us informed. And my sources felt the same way. So let's start with Santa Claus. Now, the Santa Claus that we know, he is a legend in his own time. And maybe not in his own mind, but in our minds. All right, he's got to have the best. All right, he needs espresso for the caffeine. And he needs chocolate for his sweet tooth. And he needs peppermint for the holiday flavor and to keep his breath smelling nice. So... Peppermint mocha. That's what Santa drinks. And though this is a seasonal drink at most coffee shops, it seems probably likely, almost definite, that there is a dedicated barista elf that makes Santa his holiday drink year-round. I'm thinking that's true. All right. So according to our sources, the Grinch. Well... Day-old black coffee. Because, you know, there are just no frills with the Grinch. He likes his coffee bitter and as unpleasant as possible, just like he is. So you're not going to find a French press or a, or anything else, other fancy kind of drink manufacturing stuff at the Grinch's place. Instead, you're probably going to find a couple of $5 drip coffee makers, one full of yesterday's burnt coffee and the other full of tomorrow's coffee. All right, enough said about him. So what about the elves? Well, it's no secret that Santa's elves are some of the hardest working employees in the world. And they need to be up one day and up, I'm sorry, up day and night, building many of the gifts that are given on the morning of December 25th. So, of course, obviously, shots of espresso will keep them awake while they only take a few seconds to drink each shot. 
Time is precious, of course, when you're building the gifts for Christmas celebrations across the planet. So, espresso for the elves. Now, how about Rudolph? <laughs> what do you think, huh? You know, things are a little different for Rudolph. So he's, you know, he's always been a young reindeer. I guess he really never grew up. Um, but that's okay. He's a young re- reindeer. He doesn't need anything pretty much else but sugar to keep his childlike energy up. Someday he may graduate from hot chocolates and move into mochas like his fellow sleigh mates drink. Sleigh mates, get it? But sugar will work for now to keep his energy high and his nose bright. Okay. So, hot chocolate for the reindeer. Uh, the, the red nose guy. Now, coffee for most of us is an important part of our daily lives. And, of course, Christmas characters are no different. So, there you have it. I'm not going to reveal my source about that but you can google it and if you find the source that's fine but just don't say that i was talking <laughs> about it all right all right let's get to amber j hart with her version of noel Loving See what God 
Nice version. Amber J. Hart. I'm not sure who was singing with her on that. That's Noel here on the Just Scott Music Hour. Glad to have you guys along. Now, don't forget that we do this every week. There is a new episode coming out every Friday morning. Actually, late Thursday night, if you're in a hurry. And we uh, we just love to do this for you. And we uh, we put it up on the, online, and you can hear it on your favorite podcast site whenever you and wherever you would like to. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, and also, we also want to make sure that we say thank you to the 18 or so other radio stations who also broadcast the Just Got Music Hour each and every week. So, thank you. There we go. According to the song, what did my true love give to me on the eighth day of Christmas? Hmm. Well, eight what? Of course, eight maids a milking. Now we're gonna di- we're gonna dive a little deeper into that in just a little while. Okay, so right now, what I want to do is share a poem with you, and this is from Ted Brennan, and he just wrote this a couple weeks ago. It's called "Not Christmas Without Jesus." Here it is. And now Notespire Radio is happy to bring you another poem from pastor, author, and poet, Ted Brennan. It's not Christmas without Jesus. Christmas time will soon be here. People shopping to bring holiday cheer. Carts loaded with clothes and toys, gifts to delight girls and boys. Christmas trees and manger scenes, colorfully decorated evergreens. They send a message, Christmas is near. But where is Jesus? Is he missing this year? It's not Christmas without Jesus. I wonder if he's sad when he sees us. Christmas carols herald his birth, and tidings of joy ring all over the earth. Let us who know the Lord Praise the Father in one accord for the gift of his own Son, eternal life found in no other one. It's not Christmas without Jesus. When God looks down and sees us, will he see us honoring him who came to bring us salvation in his name? Christmas is not Christmas without Jesus. Christmas is not Christmas when he's left out. Christmas is not Christmas without Jesus, for Jesus is what Christmas is all about. Amen, and thank you to Ted, Ted Brennan, for sharing with us. Oh my goodness, he just, uh, Ted is a very wonderful, uh, wonderful guy, a good friend of mine and uh, and of many, and he was, a, he was a Baptist pastor for his career, that's what he did, and uh, he retired a number of years ago, but you know, you never re- really retire from being a pastor, he just does, doesn't do it full time anymore, he spends a lot of his time, uh, he and his wife Eleanor, they live in Camp Bell, New York, which is near Corning, New York, if you know where that is, and they uh, they have a home there that they maintain, and Ted just had a birthday a couple of days back as I record this, so happy birthday once again, Ted. All right, so let's move along, and I'm going to share uh, a blessings from the ranch devotional with you, 
from our friend Phil Lewis down in Texas. Um, but you know what? Here's a great song. This is from my from my good friend Doug Doug Irving wrote this one, recorded it. Uh, actually, Pat Seavers reco- wrote it. Doug is singing it. This is on Christmas night here in the Jess Scott Music Hour. I believe there is a star up in heaven for every child born into this world. And I believe that God up in heaven is smiling down on every little boy and girl. On this peaceful night, whoa, it's Christmas time. Children, raise your eyes and look up to the sky. Won't I believe in Christmas Eve? I believe in the hope for salvation. It's waiting to be. And when we pray, the angels will sing, reminding us there's peacefulness when all is right on Christmas night. I believe that Christmas is for children. Their innocence, a gift we can renew. And I believe if we could look inside ourselves, we could see the world the same way that they do. And let the child in us see through all the differences. Cause when we close our eyes, we are all the same But I believe in Christmas Eve I believe in the hope for salvation that's waiting to be And when we pray Reminding us this peacefulness when all is right on Christmas night. All over the world, we have to find oh, must be a better way. Hear what the children.
I believe there is a star up in heaven for every child born into this world The Jescott Music Hour is underwritten and produced by Notespire Music dedicated to helping Christian musicians gain confidence, grow their talent, and advance their impact. For more information about Notespire Music, go to www.notespiremusic.com. That's www.notespiremusic.com. And be sure to tune in each week to the Jescon Music Hour, putting Christian artists on the air and God in the spotlight. It's the greatest music in all creation on the Jescon Music Hour. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas from the Just Got Music Hour. Oh, those guys wait all year to do that. Aren't they cute? I'm Paul Gibbs, and you're listening to the Just Got Music Hour. And you might be listening on your favorite podcast site, whether it's Spotify or iTunes or wherever that might be, Amazon Podcasts. Uh, What's the other one? Oh, Apple Podcasts is another popular one. Anyway, uh, or you might be listening on your favorite radio station, which uh, we uh, gratefully acknowledge them. You might be listening on our radio station, which is WNSMDB, Notespire Radio. And no matter what the case, we're glad that you are uh, being uh, joining us on this and hope that you're being blessed and uh, even maybe a little bit entertaining. Okay, on the Just Got Music Hour. Uh, We heard from Doug Irving on Christmas Night, song written by Pat Seavers. Doug is from the Glens Falls, New York area. And he and I will meet up at, we just kind of run into each other at uh, one of the local diners up there every once in a while. Doug is a great singer and songwriter, been doing it for a long time. Very talented, very talented as well. Um, Let's see. So chestnuts, roasting chestnuts on an open fire. Or chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Either way, song means the same thing. Okay, anyway, December 14th, in case you didn't know this, uh, we sing about chestnuts roasting on an open fire every year without really ever trying a roasted chestnut. Anybody? Raise your hand if you've tried a roasting, roasted a chestnut. Okay, a couple of you, yeah. Well, there, here's, here's why most of us have not, okay? American chestnut trees used to grow in abundance on the east coast of the U.S. before they were wiped out by disease about 1903. Yeah, I didn't know that. They're gone. Although they are no longer a popular Christmas treat in the U.S., you can find recipes online and try roasting chestnuts at home if you'd like on Roast Chestnuts Day. That's December 14th. Nowadays, just in case you were wondering, how do I get those? Well, chestnuts are imported about $20 million worth every year from China, Korea, and Italy. Yeah, now you know. Okay, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Pre-recorded live from the far corner of our studio, it's the Just Cat Music Hour with your host, Paul Gibbs. 
Here's Anthem Worship, All I Bring in the Just Got Music Hour. Anthem Worship with All I Bring on the Jess Scott Music Hour. Yeah, we don't have anything worthy of a king, do we? None of us. None of us. 
In fact, we could be as wealth, the wealthiest person in the world, and none of it, none of it will be worthy of giving to the king. Amen. Paul Gibbs with you for the Jess Scott Music Hour. Ricky Bronesey's got a brand new song. Uh, he's been working on it, and he has shared it with us, and I'm going to share it with you in just a little bit. But I want to do first share uh, a Blessings from the Ranch devotional. I like this one. I like all the ones that Phil Lewis shares with us. Once again, Phil Lewis, Philip Lewis with one L, if you want to look him up on Facebook, Philip Lewis. You'll know that you found him, let me see, when, um, oh, there he is in sunglasses and a baseball cap standing on the beach. Yeah, he's got that cool, cool beard going. He looks very distinguished. Yeah, you can't see his eyes because of the sunglasses. Yeah, that's that's him. Okay. All right, now let's scroll down. <laughs> okay, Phil, you doing all right? Okay, uh, you probably, Paul, will you stop? Anyway, uh, blessings from the ranch. Phil writes a new devotional just about every day, and we like to share them with you here on this podcast, and we also share them on our station, Notes by Your Radio, uh, a recorded version at 10 a.m., Eastern Time every Sunday morning. All right, so this one is called Trust the Lord. You know, and these two verses that I'm going to read here, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, well, actually 5 through 8, uh, you know, very well-known verses for many of us, and just it really boils it down. Yeah, let's, let's read them together. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And then verses uh, 3, 5, and uh, 7 and 8 say, Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel, and marrow to thy bones. And that is, of course, the King James Version. So Phil writes, Why is it difficult for us to trust the Lord with all our hearts? It's hard to trust somebody you don't know. I mean, if a perfect stranger were to walk up you to, to you today and say, Will you do something for me? <laughs> Your first question's probably going to be, What is it? Now, if my wife were to say to me, Phil, will you do something for me? I might say, What is it? And then she might say to me, Just trust me. And I would say, Yes. Do you know why I would say yes? Well, because I know her. I know her well. I can trust her because I know her. Now, friend, you can't trust someone you don't know. If you're having difficulty trusting the Lord, you have not learned to know him and love him. To know him is to love him. And then to love him is to trust him. And then to trust him is to obey him. And I love this, Phil. Thank you, Phil, for writing this one. And to obey him is to be blessed. Yeah. And to obey him is to be blessed. Friends, I I will interject here that I have experienced that more than once. So, it begins with knowing the Lord. And if you're having difficulty trusting the Lord, may I suggest that you spend some time getting to know him. We're not to trust with our own understanding. So many times we want to say, well, this is the way I think. But very frankly, we make a terrible mistake when we trust our own understanding. 
So, friend, where do you struggle to trust God? And when was a time when you were close to God, if there was one? Was it easier to trust him in that time? Spend some time today in God's word, getting to know him better. Trust him today, and you will be better for it. Amen. Phil Lewis sharing his thoughts with us. Thank you. Thank you, Phil, for that message. That really hits home for a lot of us and reminding us that we need to trust in the Lord. Who else can we trust? And I love that, Phil. Just the simple message that you can't trust someone that you don't know. Amen. Yeah. Okay, let's share Ricky Ricky Bronesty. His version here of Go Tell It on the Mountain. Go. Over the hills and everywhere, go tell it on the mountain. That Jesus Christ is born. While shepherds kept their watching over silent flocks by night, behold, throughout the heavens. There shone a holy light. Oh, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angel chorus that hailed our Savior's birth. Oh, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go. Jesus Christ is born. That blessed Christmas morn Oh, go tell it on the mountain Over the hills and everywhere Go tell it on the mountain That Jesus Christ is born
Keep 
It's the Jeff Scott Music Hour, bringing you the greatest Christmas and holiday music in all creation, or at least we like to think so. Think so. Think so. There we go. Do you have an ugly sweater? No, I'm. I'm no, I'm not calling it ugly. No, I'm just saying. Uh, do you have a sweater that people say falls into the ugly sweater category? How, how is that for politically correct? Okay. Well, December 15th, just in case you didn't know, but if you have one, you did know, it's about to get ugly because December 15th is Ugly Sweater Day. Now, quickly, let me say, you can celebrate this holiday by opting to wear a, choose my words carefully, colorful, festive, and unique Christmas sweater. The more over-the-top embellishments it has, the better. All right, now let's give you a little background. Ugly Christmas sweaters were, they they made their popular appearance in the 1950s with the mass commercialization, if you were, if you would, of Christmas. They were the first first known as Jingle Bell sweaters, and they featured discreet Christmas themed decorations. The original quote-unquote, ugly Christmas sweaters were never intended to be ugly. No, they were actually pretty artistic and joyful. I don't know where, you know, somebody came along and said, oh, that's ugly, and it, and the term kind of stuck. All right, anyway. Hey, if you got one, wear it, you know? You know, you know the old saying, smoke them if you got them? <laughs> wear them if you got them. Let's finish up with this one. This is another poem that Ted Brennan wrote. I put it to music. want to sing it for you now. This is called Beyond Ourselves. Hope you enjoy. Silent night, all is bright, but still the darkness fades the Beyond ourselves in darkness lie Lonely souls who get passed by With Christmas time almost here What can we do to spread some
That brings us to the end of our time together for this episode of the Jescott Music Hour. I'm Paul Gibbs, reminding you that the Jescott Music Hour is a production of Notespire Music, spreading God's word through his gift of music, and helping Christian artists to gain confidence, grow their talent, and advance their impact. I'll see you next time for more of the Jescott Music Hour. Until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Bye-bye. God bless.